0: Hello, and welcome to the fifth and final episode of the first season of Beyond the Abstract, where I'm joined by Yuting Wang and Hetal Savaya from ABVI. Hetal is a director within the Quantitative, Translational and ADME Sciences department and leads a global bioanalytical team that supports in vitro characterization and disposition, as well as mass spectrometry-based quantitative bioanalysis of biologics across all therapeutic areas within non-regulated environments. Yuting is a senior scientist within the same department, where she functions as the bioanalytical lead for large molecule biologics in the non-regulated LCMS team. So thank you both very much for being on the podcast. So your publication is a perspective piece. So would you firstly like to tell us a little bit more about it?
1: Sure, yeah. So this is the article we wrote, where we describe Abvi's perspective on biologics, characterization and bioanalysis. Within a global non rag DMPKBA laboratory. So I'd like to highlight three main points from, from this article. Firstly, you know, really emphasizing the importance of fully characterizing these novel biologic modalities, uh, especially in vitro and biologics matrices, as well as relevant cell lines, in order to interpret the stability as well as biotransformation and identify any liabilities early on so that we can screen the best molecules uh, and move them forward. This also helps us narrow down the most relevant forms or variants for further pharmacological assessment. Our paper shares suite of various in vitro assays towards this to help answer project-specific questions. Secondly, we'd like to highlight the importance of having an integrative BA strategy in place. Uh, specifically designed for the project stage. This captures the most suitable bioanalytical platform and assay format to measure the key critical analytes, which may change uh, as the project stage advances. This becomes very important specifically for the bioanalytical teams uh, to make sure that we are selecting the right platform and the assays, as well as uh, coming up with these sophisticated methods while balancing the capacity and demand within the non-regulated laboratory so that we could produce fit-for-purpose, high-quality data to support these biologics projects through discovery and development. And lastly, our paper shares key insights into maintaining high operational excellence and smoother transition of these projects from non reg to rec DA teams. We really would like to highlight the significance of partnering across different functions and, you know, having this integration of the bioanalytical teams along with the project reps and modelers so that we can, you know, have scientific conversations and make data-driven decisions to answer project-specific questions.
0: Do you think you could tell us a little bit more about what inspired this publication? Sure, yeah.
1: As the field of biologics is advancing, we are no longer working just with the monoclonal antibodies anymore, right? And we see more complex engineered novel biologics modalities, you know, such as ADCs, fusions, multi-specifics, uh, conditional biologics, et cetera. These molecules require advanced bioanalytical characterization and strategy in place to support bioanalysis. So at APV, my team focuses on biologics characterization, bioanalysis, disposition, etc. on a day-to-day basis. We support many new modalities and gather a lot of new learnings uh, every day. This helps improve our workflows, as well as, you know, we share this internally. And while there are a lot of publications that talk about characterization of biologics, as well as quantitation, mostly separately, we really wanted to combine the idea of putting something together as a perspective, combining the two aspects of these
2: modalities
1: uh, really intrigued us.
2: I can add another point. Um, so from an organizational perspective, at AppV, Hito just mentioned, we have a very well-integrated BA team and workflows in place. We're quite unique because we do everything in-house. So our non-regulated BA teams, like those LB and LCMS teams, we work very closely with the regulated BA teams, project reps, the PK modelers, to align on the BA strategy for project transitioning from non to to uh, REC-BA. This model not only enables us a smooth partnership between the project teams and the BA groups, but also provides our in-house BA scientists the opportunity to drive scientific innovation and operational excellence. So we're very happy to share this unique perspective and learnings uh, with the broader scientific community.
0: You both kind of touched on there that Advi is quite unique in that a lot of the workflows are done in-house. So, what was it like working on a publication that spans so many teams, sites, and even platforms?
1: Yeah, um, indeed, yes, we have a global presence, and with teams located at different sites, geographic locations, uh, you know time zones, in fact, the the authors listed on the paper are members of my team that are located at three different sites within the US. and And we work very well together towards, of course, a common goal of moving these molecules into the development, you know, saving patient lives at the end goal, but also most importantly, doing the right science while we are advancing these molecules. Of course, there are
2: some challenges, and maybe you think and point uh, to some of those. Sure. So one example that Hetong mentioned is we actually located different sites. We span three different time zones. For example, I'm on the East Coast and Hetong is on the West Coast. So it's really challenging sometimes to find the right time to meet with all the co-authors. And because we cannot talk to each other face-to-face in the same room, these are really very obvious challenges. However, I would say the pandemic really taught us to be very efficient remotely to overcome these barriers. Also, I think with all this in-house support capability, we as a team have the opportunity to control the process and timelines as well as prioritization this publication over our day-to-day work. So altogether, uh, I think it worked out really well.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it did. So there are multiple characterization assays and quantitative bioanalytical approaches that you mention in the paper, but were there any in particular, you think that you enjoyed writing about?
2: Sure, I can, I can share this. Um, so the interplay between different characterization assays and the quant assays really helps us predict and understand how these complex molecules behave in people and it enables us to better utilize the BA resources. It is really fascinating to combine them together in this paper. For me in particular, I enjoyed writing about the BA strategies for biologic quantitation, which is the second part of the paper. So in this part, we summarized the advantages and challenges in the hybrid LCMS essay platform and shared a lot of tips based on our experience. The writing process is, is really a great opportunity to review our internal established workflow and to showcase the scientific achievements made by our team. In this part, we also talk about our strategies in the platform selection to achieve operational excellence with a unique perspective. And combining this together is truly a nice collaboration between me and the other co-authors because we really enjoyed discussing, writing together, and most importantly, we enjoyed learning from each other's expertise. That's
0: lovely to hear that. It was such a collaborative piece and actually you really enjoyed working with the many authors that were part of this paper. So Hetal, in 30 seconds, why should someone go and read the paper?
1: Well, for folks new to the field, this comprehensive review article serves as a one-stop shop for biologics, uh, bioanalytical characterization and bioanalysis. For veterans in the field, this paper really showcases Abvi's perspective on how we connect different characterization workflows understand stability, mechanism of action of these new biologic modalities, as well as determine the best approach for quantitation using our in-house end-to-end support model for biologics projects from non-rec to rec BA. In general, this should be beneficial to researchers working in the bioanalytical field for protein drug development when they are evaluating their existing workflow or considering to add new technical capabilities.
0: Thank you both so much for joining me on the podcast. Um it's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you. Do you have any other like final comments that you want to add?
1: Well, I think this was great and I hope, you know, people uh, would read our paper and learn from our experience.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having us.